everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. And normally with me, I have Patty. Patty called in sick today. So, Patty, I hope you're feeling better. Uh, but we got a great show lined up for you today. Um, I'm super excited uh, with the guest that we have today. She is a national recording artist who's open for many country music greats. She's got a tremendous voice on her. Uh, she's been featured in numerous uh, country music magazines, including radio and press, uh, while she's been on tour. She, let's see here, from 2009 to tw- 2012, uh, she was honored uh, to be the spokesperson for the American Veterans of California, or AMVETS, as a lot of us know, uh, that organization. She's got a ton of energy. Um, she works with her son. Uh, who, they have a band, a country band called the Ghost Riders. Uh, freaking, again, you got to check, wait till you hear her voice. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, she's been, you know, she's an accomplished vocalist and pianist uh, with jazz and pop. She is the co-host with uh, Craig, I think I'm saying his name right, Craig Suing from The American Dream. It's a national TV show called The American Dream. Make sure you check that out. She's also known for her nonprofit work. She is the founder and president of a 501c3 foundation called Voice for Heroes. I'm loving this, folks. So without further ado... I'm going to bring her on right now, Amy Scruggs. Amy, how are you doing? Thank you so much, Adam. You know, I, I'm tired now just hearing the intro. I'm like, oh, my goodness, that we need to we need to trim that down a little bit. Just Amy. I think we just introduced me as just Amy and let the rest take it from there. <laughs> I am honored to you sound to, like I'm 95 years no, old. <laughs> you, you, you do so many amazing things. And I've uh, you know, we've follow you now on on uh, on on social media and whatnot and i love love your voice uh and a lot you you do so many great things so let's go ahead and jump right into it why don't you in your own words tell our listeners a little bit about yourself oh my goodness okay so you did such a great job with the introduction and and i and i'm proud of the accomplishments or the moments that i've had but truly i think i'm still just that girl next door i walk into a room and i still think that i'm in seventh grade and I'm just Amy. And that's what I always tell people. It's like, gosh, I'm just that girl that, that always dreamed of making a difference. I'm the little girl that practiced the national anthem on my fireplace when I was three years old, started playing you know, piano by ear and just loved music and loved people, but never really knew how to take that that direction. I didn't come from a family that was musical you know, or entrepreneurial. And so I just kind of followed the what you're supposed to do. But deep down, I always knew that there was more in me that needed to do different things that I was going to go outside the box of the norm and probably give my mom and dad more gray hair than they (laughs) needed to have. But I knew that I needed to, to take different paths to fulfill who, who I am. And, and truly I just have this passion for serving. I've visualized where I'm at now for probably 25 years, never knowing how it would manifest. So, um, little bit about me. Yes, started singing and, you know, grew up in a nice middle-class family in Southern California. My mom and dad taught me right with red, white, and blue. And you honor God country and, you know, you honor your heroes, you honor other people, you do the right thing. And so I, I had a, you know, big brother and we just were, you know, normal everyday family sang in the choir. And, um, you know, we talk, I love the name of the show is the decision hour, you know, different things come into your life and you make different decisions. And, you know, I had, uh, had kids young and we can get into that a little bit. My oldest son, Ryan is, is amazing. He's 27 last week. Wow. I had him at 18 and that's a fork in the road. There's, there's a decision that needs to be made at that moment. And I love where life has taken that, um, for us. So we've kind of 
fought our way through. I was always singing. I sang in concerts in the park. I would be in cover bands while still having the kids and always working and trying to stay in the, in the corporate world to keep the roof over our head and um, would sing. And then in 2004, had an amazing opportunity to, to be in Nashville and meet some great people and start recording. And that the minute I touched Music Row, a part of me came alive that I didn't even know was in there, but I hadn't dreamed it since I was little. And I'm like, this, this is what I've been leading to. At this point, I was in my early 30s and they were already telling me I was too old. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, no, nope, never too old. And Adam, I got to sidetrack on this now because my answer to that now is I'm finally old enough to be taken seriously <laughs> and young enough to still take action. And I like that. <laughs> I love you know, that. I, I, I love that because like a lot of country music, like I, I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of musicians and stuff. I got a good friend of mine who's, uh, who's in the music industry and, and I've met several producers in Nashville and whatnot. And they say it takes about 10 years to get discovered. And that's what I, your overnight success. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's like 10, 10 years to be an overnight success. And, and, and it's funny because I I know some older singers that are out there that, that are really well, that knock some of the guys that are mainstream off their feet. And, and they're like, no, I'm just too old. I'll never get discovered at this point. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It is different as a woman. It is. And I had to kind of, I powered through that and, and, um, you know, I had different choices to make along the way that I really could have stayed in Nashville or hit it hard and gone for that mainstream approach, but I had my kids. And so I had decisions to make and I had to keep a roof over the head. And, um, and, and I was always in the mortgage and real estate industry. And so we know what happened to that in 2007. So at that point I was like, well, I have business skills. It's music business for a reason. There's a lot of great artists, but you still have to know how to run a business. Right. You still know to know how to market. You have to know how to ask the business. You have to know how to strategically lay out a plan that says, if I want to do this, just like anything else, there needs to be a plan involved and there needs to be a way to implement it. And so uh, I started asking for the business in 2007 and put, put a band together and said, um, the mortgage industry isn't there. I have a talent. I've been in Nashville. I've been performing. I'm going to go really do this and, and hit it hard. And it worked um, six months after really putting that, that vision and plan at a place I was able to open for Clint Black in Camp Verde, Arizona, uh, July 4th, 2008. Yeah, incredible re- show. Monsoon hit that day. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And Camp Verde was just north of Phoenix where I used to live. So I, I know, oh, yes, I know yes. exactly where you're talking about because I remember that concert. It was so, it was such an amazing time. And I'm like, okay, now, now we take this and, and now you have this t- to use. And it was like, and my passion for serving, um, I really want to get back to that because at the same time I had this great moment and I was starting to get on some big stages and, you know, a lot of hard work and kids in tow and a lot of sweat and tears behind the scenes of how am I going to make ends meet? And, you know, when you're, when you're doing it independent, I didn't have, I was my own manager, but I didn't want people to know that. So you definitely you know, run a business. I had five hats and five different names so that I could run this as a business so that I could create that path that would move forward. And, um, um, oh my goodness, lost my train of thought and that never happens. No, I mean, it, it, <laughs> so, like, it, but you, you, you get excited you, about it. So no, it, I wanted to serve though. Yeah. And, and that's just it. You wear so many hats with what you do. Now you're talking about serving. When did, when, and it sounds like you, you've been brought up with that mindset of serving, since you were since you were young, when did that really take effect for you in your adult life? When you said, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm giving back. This is what I'm going to do. 
so I, it was uh, about 2007, 2008, about that same time period that I knew I really wanted to serve in a different way. I had the chance to sing the national anthem at different things and had that moment. And I've always just loved the national anthem and what it stands for in the lyrics. And, and I always felt that I could deliver that in its traditional format. I do not change the way it was written. I sing it exactly the way it was written. Um, but I took my kids to the USO office in Ontario, California, where we were living. And I went over there and said, we'd like to serve. What can we do to help you here? And I didn't tell them who I was as an artist. I just wanted my kids to see here. Here's how we can serve and give back. While we were going through our own struggles, again, the economy was not in the greatest time at that point. So we were having our, our own struggles of, of getting through. And um, so we served. And they would call when a plane came in. And we would go in and serve sandwiches and help clean up and just honor the heroes. And it really gave me a first hand of, like, this is what people, this is what nonprofits do. This is what people do to help our soldiers in a moment. Sometimes we think it has to be a giant Thing that we have to do that's changing the world and in this case you know it was making a sandwich it was serving them it was cleaning up after them giving them a comfortable place to rest making sure they had clean blankets and stuff and so that really impacted me on what that moment by moment can look like when you serve that it doesn't have to be overwhelming and it was it was that relationship with the USO that they found out who I was as an artist and started opening doors for me to start performing um, on certain bases and for the military and veterans and that's when AMBETS discovered me as well so I think it was really neat to see how that came about very organically, that I didn't go out saying, hey, I'm going to become the face and the, the poster child for military and veteran community. Um, I just said, gosh, what can I what can I do to give back and learn more about them? And with that opened up incredible opportunities for me to then move on over the next few years as the spokesperson for AMVETS for California. But during that time, that meant I was at deployments. I was at coming homes. We were, I was thinking at command change ceremonies and um, we did warrior ceremonies and, and nonprofit and all private parties that there were no cameras, there were no TVs, there was no media, there was no press. It was myself with my kids in tow in the trenches saying, how can we honor? And I have to say that that was an extremely humbling time because I really learned about the needs of the, the veteran and military community. I got to know families firsthand. I felt like I became a community partner, not an artist. I just happened to sing. But I really felt like I became a community partner and earned their respect and where my heart was and why I wanted to be there. And I have relationships so deep to this day that have grown and expanded that it became who I am and my lifestyle to, to be a part of their world and understand and give back versus something that I just do on the side. And to this day, it's funny to think back, how did it happen? It's, it's so much a part of who I am 10 years later that I forgot that there was that fork in the road that really opened up those doors and so many people and wonderful Vietnam veterans and just different um, service organizations and, and volunteers that made a difference in opening each one of those relationships to allow me to continue to serve and grow it to where it's at today. You know, Amy, we have a, a saying here, uh, the purpose for the profit as opposed to a lot of people in the world today, they chase the dollar. And, you know, yeah. they, they forget about why they're doing what they're doing. They forget the purpose behind everything. And you just gave a, a really great example. You had no, you went out to volunteer at the USO and you took your kids uh, and whatnot. And, and without any expectation of like, I get my foot in the door here, all these other doors are going to open. The fact that you, you took, you had the purpose of giving back and, and learning and giving back to the veteran community, all of a sudden these other doors uh excuse me, opened up for you. And that, that's a, just a prime example of, of giving people, you know, we, we, I've said, I said this on past shows, I'll say it again, you know, you want to get anywhere in life, you, you got to be a, you got to be grateful for what you have and B, you got to give more than what you get back. And, and if you give, it will come back tenfold. You have to believe you have it to does. have faith and, but you have to 
be willing to take that risk. I've always talked about taking that leap of faith and you don't have to know how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen because it, it's out of your control. Just do it, do it. And, and doors it, will and it's open. it's like a molding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it, it. It created the mindset that I could not have gained otherwise. You can't read a textbook. You can't watch a few things on TV and then understand what that's like to say, I'm really going to go out and serve. And I don't know some days maybe how the roof's going to be over our head, but I know at the end of the day, this is going to work out because it's for the right reason. And it doesn't always work out right that moment. We went through some tremendous losses in 2011. I I did lose my home. The the economy was what it was. It was very difficult on on the kids and I. During our time of service, our bass player died of a heart attack suddenly. um, And Ambeth didn't renew my contract. And that was all in about an eight-week time period that really challenges the, okay, wait, why, what, what just happened? My whole world has just been rocked here and let's take a look at that. But again, it's that molding and that it's the foundation is laid of of your character and who you are. And you know that at the end of the day, you're still making a difference in lives and that you can recoup. We we can all, I say our circumstances not to say our future. So a moment of a tough circumstance will not dictate what the future can hold of still doing this in a larger way. And I think that had I not gone through a lot of those, those um, tough times and different moldings of what created me, there's no way I would have the ability to take on what I do now with hosting the American dream, with running my own nonprofit, with being a spokesperson um, for other foundations. I had to have that experience and experience doesn't always come through um, great moments. A lot of times it comes through the hardest ones. Yeah. And that's, I'm glad you said it. Listen, Amy, before I forget, we're into this show. Folks, if you're online right now, if you're listening to the show, it means you're online right now. That's what I meant to say. It's Monday. Forgive me, folks. Uh, Amy, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you, listen to your music, and how they can get in touch with you? amyscruggs.com. You can just Google Amy Scruggs, amyscruggs.com, amyscruggsentertainment.com. It's all there. You can see some snippets from the past, some prior press. You can see some videos. You can see my son and I um, performing. And also um, there's a link there to the nonprofit Voice for Heroes. And so you can, you know, kind of read a little bit about me in each platform there at amyscruggs.com. So open up another browser right now. I'll give you a second. Great. And check her out while you're listening to this show. So, Amy, what's what's next for you right now? I mean, you you've you've come through a whole lot of things right now. I want to know what's next for Amy between now and the end of the year, and what we can expect to see from Amy in 2019. You know what? It's so exciting because the the more I look ahead, the more I realize there's so much ahead that I don't even know is there, and I'm very much in a moment of living today. Um, right now, I'm just like, wow, I teach on this. I do some coaching and trainings, and I really teach on the mindset of I get to. It's like, wow, I woke up this morning and go, today I get to do a great podcast with Adam on Heroes Media Group. This is exciting. I get to do this today. I get to go and have some other opportunities today and make great connections. And I think each one of those that I get to today are leading to tomorrow to answer the, the, the question a little bit deeper. Love what I'm doing with American Dream TV. It's all positive. Entrepreneurship, giving back honoring great heroes, honoring great people that are out there doing great things. It's all positive TV. And I get to be a part of that and help people empower their American dream, which for me is, you know, if you look back at 18, when I was told, okay, you're going to be on welfare, you have a baby, you're not going to be able to do anything to see that I sit here and I get to be a voice nationally, empowering other people that it's never too late. You can always rebuild. We live in the greatest country that allows us to have opportunity as a, as a woman 
with, with my background, it's incredible that I still have opportunity to rebuild myself. I get to be a voice with Voice for Heroes. I decided all these years of work and giving back, I did not want that to just get lost or slip through the cracks. I wanted to create this so that other people, I wanted there to be a template that other people could say, hey, I could give too in, in a little way. And maybe it's it's going and maybe there's another great singer out there that, that wants to go sing the national anthem and bless a veterans event. Go do that. Voice for Heroes will send you out to go do that. Uh, maybe it's bringing in a great uh, you know TV crew. We do a mini documentary so we can spread the word and tell their stories. There's so many great heroes out there that need their stories told and they don't always, you know, they don't have the facet of the tools to be able to do that. And I want to, now that I've been given a voice. God gave me a big mouth and he's told me to use it. And I love that. So I get to use this big mouth, um, to really help other people. I've uh, just taken on, um, a, a new project as well. I'm going to be spokesperson and, and a voice telling the story for future legends. It's a wonderful foundation that's doing mentorship and scholarship programs for underprivileged youth. So they can go to college, continue on to graduate school and have all the mentoring and tools they need. So I love that they approached me and said, we want you to represent us. And, um, as partnered through the Rotary of Rancho Santa Fe, California. So I get these opportunities to go out and be a voice that's impacting lives. And so when something's brought to me, I'm like, is it a making a difference in people's lives? Is it going, is it in, in line with my mission, my integrity, my vision, um, who I am? Is it going to contradict anything that I represent and what I'm about? And if it doesn't, then bring it on and I will serve first and ask questions later. (laughs) I'm really excited to see the different things that are are coming towards me and being able to help. I've I've got two great media projects right now. I'm helping with some nonprofits here in Southern California that they just need their voice heard. They're doing great work serving veterans. People don't know they're there. Let's get the word out. Let's spread the word. And, And like what you're doing, Adam, every day, you're helping spread the word and shine a light on people. Um, that are out doing great things. And I think we need more of that in the world. We see so much negative. We see so much of what's going wrong. But what about all the great people that are doing things right? Let's start to talk about that. And I just want to be one piece. I just want to be one seed that was out there that somebody says, yeah, she planted this and she made a difference in those lives. If I can help one person each day, maybe it's sometimes just by my smile being polite at the grocery store, or maybe it's a phone call that, that makes a huge impact and brings in, you know, resources or funds to help, you know, a hero. But each day I can do something either small or large that is reaching that goal of saying, did I make an impact today? And, and did I stay true to who I am? And when I get to sing, or when I get to have moments, I sang at the Padre stadium a couple weeks back for military appreciation day. That's a blessing. That's it. You know, people are like, Amy, you sang, it sounded amazing. We heard you sing at the stadium. Like that was just a blessing moment. I feel like it was the hug back for the service <laughs> for the work of the dedication that I get to have though. That's the kid that was practicing at three years old. that gets the little pat on the head that says, great job, go do this. And then I'm gonna go out and serve again. So it's interesting online. You're going to see those moments where I'm, where I'm performing, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of sweat, blood and tears of saying, how can I make an impact? And I hope, that at the end of the day, my kids will remember mom made an impact and then they'll do the same. That's my responsibility to pass that on to the next generations and empower other people to do the same. You know, that I, I absolutely love that. I'm going to go back here just for a minute. You said something about, you know, there's, there's enough negativity in the world and, and there's, there's just as much, if not more positive stories out there that need to be shared that are not getting shared. And I love that because and I think we, in our initial conversation, when we first met, we, we talked about this a little bit. And I want to share it with our listeners right now is, is Amy gets it, folks. Amy, Amy understands what the Decision Hour, what Heroes Media Group is all about. We're trying to spread that positive message. There's enough negativity in the world and, and you know, mainstream media and all this other, you know, you want negativity, you know, turn on the dozens of 
of mainstream media that you'll, you'll and find whatever you want. But find, I challenge all of you that are listening to this show to a go to amyscruggsentertainment.com. Also check out americandreamnetwork.tv and voiceforheroes.org. Check those those uh, links out and get involved and really dig deep into those links. A lot of great things going on that Amy's doing and she wants to spread a positive message because she gets it. And again, I challenge each and every one of you wake up in the morning. Here's here's the thing. I think I've said this before on a show several weeks ago. One of the things that I do before I even get out of bed in the morning and I'm, you know, every bone in my body cracks and I'm stiff every morning before my feet touch the ground, I force myself to smile just because it sets the mood. It sets the day. I might have to force myself to smile, but usually the first couple of hours before all the chaos begins, I'm in a pretty good mood. And I'm usually in a pretty good mood throughout the day. It kind of takes a lot to get me going, but I wake up in the morning, I I put my shoes on, I take my, my now puppy out for a walk, and I'm drinking my coffee, and I'm smiling the entire time. And I do that because it creates positive. I want to spread positive vibe. Plus, when I'm going for a walk, there's other people in the neighborhood and whatnot. I, I'll wave to them. I have no idea who these people are. I smile. I wave, say good morning, whatever. And some people look at me like I'm crazy. And other people just kind of it puts a smile on their face. And and Amy gets that. And she's doing the same thing on a much larger scale. Uh, and, and it's something... That I honestly I, I admire, and my hats off to you, Amy, for for all of your success and what you're doing to make the world a better place. Well, thank you, Adam. I really do appreciate that. I I um I try to stay humble about it. I get a little overwhelmed. There's the days I'm like, "Ooh, have I bit off more than I can chew?" And then at the end of the day, you know, it gets done. And I, I try to be present in the moment. If I'm in something like right now, I'm with you and and all of your listeners. I'm in the moment. You got 100% Amy right now. And when I'm done, I'll move on to the next thing and I'm in the moment. And I try to give as much as myself to each individual thing, whether it's preparing a meal for my family, carpooling, you know, a bunch of high schoolers or, you know, um, doing the TV show. You get me in that moment. And the one thing that I love to teach, and I hope that this is a a good takeaway of, of my heart and who I am. I try to teach people to be contagious, not competitive. In life, you see so much competition. People are just striving and thriving and that's good. We need to have you know, we want to have goals and we want to achieve, but be contagious, not competitive, and you will set yourself apart. People want that in the world today. They want to gravitate towards people that naturally get it, that are contagious. I mean, we're all done with the negativity and we're all done with, you know, stepping on each other to, to get where we're going. I think that, I think there's just becoming a new um level of tolerance that has changed for that. And I think it's time for people to just um, be more authentic, be more vulnerable and be contagious. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, Amy, we're going to do a quick little rundown here real quick on some of these uh, links that you gave us. So the first one, I want you to highlight each of these as I send them out or as I, as I say this to the listeners, Amy Scruggs, entertainment.com. Tell the listeners about that particular uh, website. I feel amyscruggs.com, I feel like is the personal diary and journal that my family probably doesn't want to look at because it's all about Amy. It's a lot of apples <laughs> there. But um, it definitely tells the story because it shows kind of where we've been and our background. 
like, oh, God, not the website. Um, but it does. It shows the history. So if somebody doesn't know who I am and it's like, how do you show who you are on a website without it being salesy, without it being, but just like, okay, it's, it's, it's almost like a, a diary. I try to make it quick and to the point where you've got some videos, you know, the updated bio that kind of tells the story and just shows a little bit of what I'm about and a few testimonials on there and a few of my songs. So you just kind of get a feel for where we've been and where we're going. That's really the message that I try to send that is not just stuck in the past. I used to joke, I never wanted to end up being that artist someday sitting around on the couch just going, do you know who I used to be? I, I want to constantly be evolving <laughs> and saying, no, this is who I am today. That those, that those foundations created who I am today so that I don't ever become that, that grizzled old lady. So I'm really, really working on not being that. I'm, I'm still 15 at heart. So the website will definitely kind of show my character and, and my youthful side um so that should answer that one for you and how you can book me if you want to bring me out for an appearance or singing yes. or something you know there you go <laughs> i was waiting for that i love it you got to get the plug in i love it i love it americandreamnetwork.tv go oh I'm, i wish i could i cannot take any credit the founder craig showing did an incredible job with ignite now media putting this show together. This is his sweat and blood and tears. This is his baby and his passion for going against the grain of negative media to say, let's start giving back. He's got that equal mindset. And I think we were brought together for a reason about a year and a half ago. He, he honored me with being able to be a co-host and trusting me to be a voice of his show. That's his baby. And I'm, I'm real proud to be a part of it. Um, love the connections and the people that I'm meeting through being a part of that show. I'm growing in as an individual. I learned something from each one. I learned something about myself. And it's been an incredible vessel that I'm thankful for because it's put, put my face and my voice out on a bigger national platform so that I can accomplish these other things as well. So American Dream TV, check it out. I challenge people, you know, watch the show for a few weeks and tell me if it doesn't change your mindset and you're not a happier person. Absolutely. Voiceforheroes.org. Voice for Heroes, that's my my legacy project there, taking the serving of what I've been doing for 10 years, you know, volunteering and, and being a part of, of, you know, military and veteran community in the nonprofit world, decided to finally make it a 501c3 so that I can do more, so that I can also bring in other resources, that I can also inspire other artists to go out and do the same thing around the country. So um, Voice for Heroes really started so that I could have a vessel to finish that vision and be allowed to add more things and more um, tools that I need to do it better and something that I can leave to my children to say, hey, this, this is who mom was, what she was about, and, and what they can continue on as well. Such a great example. Amy, we are at that part of the show where I ask everybody this question. All of our guests that come on the show, I ask them about their decision hour. So what I'd like to do now is I'd like for you to tell us about a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision. And it could be anywhere from you know, getting married to, or, or to having kids or, or starting your music career or going to Nashville or coming back, whatever the case is, your feet are on the line. It's time for Amy to make a decision. Which decision is it? And explain the atmosphere to our listeners. I think I'm going to bring in a little bit more current. I think this one's recent. I have, I have, when I, when I speak about the different times in life, there's ones where it's the fork in the road and decisions. There were definitely some in the past decision to have my son, the decision to uh, stop touring. Those were giant forks in the road where you say, okay, recalculating route. But the one that's the most powerful, I think is the one that I have just recently faced in the last year. And I'm starting to talk about it, but um, I've actually, I've been diagnosed with kind of a rare disease that has caused my, um, my digestive system doesn't work. 
So I no longer live on food. For the last year, I've had no food. Um, I do IV treatments for my supplements. I've got other things that I can do to supplement. But I had the decision knowing that my body has a mind of its own right now and I don't know what it's going to do. Do I stop? Do I pull the plug on everything, on American Dream TV, on serving, on performing? Do I pull the plug and sit down and feel sorry for myself and just focus on the health and the woe is me and say, okay, I'm in pain or I'm hungry. What do I do today? Do I do that or do I go out full force? And I had the decision and that's when I decided to start Voice for Heroes. That's when I took things on even in a bigger chunk right now because I went, nope, this just means I speed up the bucket list. That just means I speed things up because I can sit at home and feel sorry and I can sit at home and be in pain or I can serve and be in pain and have a bigger accomplishment. And so I wrestled with it and decided, no, this happened for a reason. And I'm going to make my voice bigger and heard and maybe encourage other people that need to know that even in a circumstance, you can still give, even in a circumstance. And it is so rewarding. I, I wake up every day going, let's bring it on. I don't need food. What I'm doing, meeting people, making a difference, living in my passion is so much bigger than maybe I would have seen it if I was still healthy. I think I see it from a whole different set of eyes and I'm so grateful for it. And maybe this time I didn't miss my blessing. I've made some bad decisions over the years. Um, I've been put myself through heartaches and maybe I didn't need to. And this is an opportunity for me to not make those mistakes. And I decided to serve even while I'm going through this. And I believe that the outcome can be beautiful. And I think that I can hopefully reach more people and impact more people. And so I decided to put a smile on my face, not cry about it. And it is what it is and find joy and humor in it. And that's where I'm at now. Good grief. That is awesome. Very inspirational and motivational. Amy, thank you so much. Before we let you go, I got one more question for you. Do you have any parting words for our listeners today? Never give up on your dreams, whatever circumstance looks like. It does not dictate your future. Every day is beautiful. It's a gift. We're not promised tomorrow. Make a difference today. It could be just the smile to a stranger, kindness. Give something that someone that parking spot when you were fighting for it. Do something different. Start making a mind shift that we can create that true inner, that true joy in our life every day. And it just starts today. Doesn't matter about yesterday. You can't control tomorrow. Today you can make a difference. Remember your why. Say that I get to in each task that you do today and go be contagious. I love it. Amy, thank you so much for being with us today. Adam, it was an honor to be with you today. Thank you for all that you're doing for so many. And I'm proud to call you my friend and follow everything that you're doing to make a difference. Well, Thank you for everything. Absolutely. The honor is mine. Folks, that's all the time we have. Make sure you check out Amy's websites. We're going to post them up on social media as well as the show pages. Uh, and before we let you go, as always, huge shout out to our uh, parent network, Heroes Media Group. Make sure you go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Check out all the great shows, some new shows that are coming on board here this fall. So make sure you check them out. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.